0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wadi <laughs> And I'm Dracula. <laughs> We've got Dracula in studio today. Um, so, you know, <laughs> watch, no, out, watch out for me. <laughs> so, we have a different set today um, because Halloween's coming. I think. Yeah, yeah. Halloween is coming. Yeah, on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guarding. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, we have a little bit of a, a different show today and mm. I think...
1: Uh, well, it's, yeah. I was just playing into the, into the, the hype of Halloween. Do you like? Are you? Do you partake in Halloween? Is this something yeah, that you have before? Yeah, no, yeah, it's fun. The kids love it.
0: I actually do it every single year. My mm. um, host a little bit of a, a thing for all of my friends, mm-hmm. um, where everyone gets to dress up. And yeah, I've yeah, dressed but, up before.
1: I, I like dressing up as a vampire.
0: Why a vampire?
1: I don't know. I've been intrigued by them. <laughs>
0: Nah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I think everyone's been a little bit intrigued by vampires. Mm. Um, I think actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the photos of my, my Halloween costume this year. Ooh.
1: Are you going to dress up this year at all? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll go scare the kids.
0: For me. Do it for me. I'll go scare the kids. <laughs> 100%. So we got um in, in staying on theme, I'm going to tell you a little bit of some true stories, true haunted car stories, which I found... Um, <laughs> that I found on the internet, um, and that I've heard actually. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you but do you believe in ghosts. Have you ever seen anything that's a bit creepy in your life before? Never met one. Never met a ghost. No. I've actually seen a ghost on camera.
1: A true story. Um, well, uh, you know what? Um, uh, there's a there's a little there's a hotel in Mikey's Fontaine. I don't even know where that is. Where's so, that? if you take a road trip to Cape Town. Yeah. Okay, Google Mikey's Fontaine. It's a, it's a it's a, railway, I think it's a shunting station. Okay. Okay. Um, and there's a little museum there with yeah. um, all of the old kind of railway, you know, things that they did, like old telephone and, mm. and they've got it all set up with mannequins and stuff. And it's, it's pretty interesting. They've got an old bus there, old post yeah. office, old... You know, it was like just a little, Mikey's nose a little, small little, town. little, yeah, a town of like maybe 600 people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think it's the Lord Milner Hotel. That's what I think the hotel is called. Let me check. Um, Mikey's Fontaine Hotel. I think it's the Lord Mulner. Let me check. Yeah. Lord Milner, Mikey's Fontaine Hotel. Um. What happened at this hotel? You you
0: got me, the anticipation is killing me. So the family
1: that, that, so the hotel was first, uh, I mean, in my recollection, um, the family uh, that owned, it was their house, Mm -hmm. okay? It was a rich family, I think. And um, somebody died um, in this hotel. And it's a lady and she never left. She's still just roaming the... Little corridors. And they've got and they've got pictures of her <laughs> as a... <laughs> as like a little ghost. As a ghost. Mm. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I mean, um the the Mikey ghost story. So <clears throat> if you've never been to go go and stay in Mikey's Fontaine, you can stay in the hotel itself. Yeah, no, I'm fine, thank you. No no. <laughs> uh, Mikey's Fontaine is reputed to be the most haunted town in South Africa. Mm-hmm. The history of this Karoo oasis includes uh, fortification during the South African War, the headquarters of the Cape Command, that's what it was, refuge for um, some controversial war crime hearings, etc., etc. There's no malevolent ghosts there, so ghosts don't do bad things. The ghosts of Michael Sand are said to be both playful and mischievous. And they're totally unconcerned with the events around them so uh you get introduced to lucy so they who
0: introduces you to these ghosts like the tour guide okay
1: um the main staircase going up the to the first story divides the two and turns back to climb to the second story on the first landing it's a steep staircase there's a door at the top and a plaque saying kate's card room
0: Kate is the second ghost, I'm assuming.
1: This leads to the room inside the central turret that was used as a lookout and a guard room when the hotel was an army hospital. Okay. Okay, so maybe my story about this family is before that. <laughs> yeah. Um, who is Kate? Kate, as the story goes, was a young nurse who used to enjoy playing cards in this room
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the convalescent patients. Whether this was in the days of the British officer's hospital, which seems to be unlikely if it was a lookout, or later when the hotel was a popular health resort, it's not clear. But playing cards, Kate did, as part of the therapy for the people who who she was looking after. So did you go to this hotel? I stayed there. You stayed in the hotel? Kate, age 19, died mysteriously. Yeah. And strange things have happened in that turret room ever since. Did you experience these strange things I that happened? I went to the room. The-, the young hotel guest saw a woman floating around one of the lower passages at about 7.45 one evening. hmm A few minutes after that, the guest and her friend went up to the narrow steps to the card room. I felt that there were people in there, she said. Yeah. And they walked into the room.
0: And were there people in there?
1: <laughs> Which was empty. Okay. But, could sense the people in there. I don't know. The <laughs> locked door leading to the roof started rattling
0: mm.
1: the, and carried on for about a minute. One of the housekeepers had another experience. A woman not given to hysteria or over-imaginativeness who went into the card room at about the hour of 12.30 p.m., Something brushed past her. At 12.30, this is like during the day. Okay. Uh-huh. She turned... Well, wow, the ghosts only come out at night?
0: I mean... Yeah. She turned
1: around and saw a woman with a long white dress or a nurse's uniform. Almost immediately, the apparition faded.
0: Mm.
1: The housekeeper also scuttled down the other, to the other staff members, gasping at her story. Kate, looking for her patients, or perhaps... Wanting to play a game of cards.
0: I mean, it's a love story. It is. But I, I don't know. I've actually... You you were there, so you would be able to kind of vouch for the story? Is this, do, you, do you believe that this hotel is
1: a bit... Don't know. Uh, it looks very eerie <laughs> if you ask me.
0: I've actually seen a ghost on camera before. Um, mm. So I've never seen one physically. But on a camera, I saw feet, um, which were not supposed to be there. So... Do I believe in them? I don't know. But otherwise, it's a fun fun thing to kind of look into. So I have a few stories. Maybe some of them you've heard. Some of them you haven't heard before. Um, But there are a few cars around the world which are supposedly haunted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think two, you know, staying in South Africa and ghosts. So I don't know if you ever heard about um, the Renault in Cape Town, which is, is haunted or supposedly haunted. No. So the story goes like this. In the year 2004... Um, essentially, this family were hosting a little bit of a dinner party with some friends um, and they started to get a, li- a little bit scared because they heard their car engine starting, mm. essentially. So they got a bit uh, creeped out by the fact that this was happening. The whole family was there, so why was the car sort of making noises by themselves? So thought was intruders in South Africa, um, but when, when they went to go inspect the car, they found no keys um, in the ignition and the handbrake engaged. So the family was like, what's going on here? Why is the car making noises and stuff? Eventually, police come to come and inspect the, the car. And is, eventually, there's now nine people at the scene of this. Um, and they all reported, including the police officers. This is a true story. They all witnessed and noticed the car had jumped into a tree. Not like jump, but it, it kind of... It drove opts, itself, it into drove itself into a tree. Um, but there was nobody in the car. Well, I mean, obviously, people from the 1800s didn't know how to drive. I mean this is a Renault Megane. Though. Oh, you're talking about
1: um, the ghost that supposedly uh-huh. took over the car. Yeah. They don't know how to drive. Of course <laughs> they're gonna crash. What do you think?
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the story of the Renault There's no character.
1: there's no K fifty three on go, auto trader for it, it, 100%, ghosts.
0: There was no order trader back then. So
1: well, we don't we don't train ghosts.
0: Hundred <laughs> percent. So that's the first story. Um I've actually heard it before a few times. Um I don't know if it's supposedly true, but uh, you know, there's lots of Claims that this is a, a real story about this and again. Rena has completely just just this this whole thing and say that it never happened.
1: Do you, be, um, do you believe in the afterlife?
0: Me, personally, I do. Do you? Yeah. Okay. To a certain degree. Do you think they can come back? Um, in what capacity? Ghost. I, I do. I think well, there like, are. what do you what do you think is going on? Yeah. I think there are ghosts. I think the, the ghosts do exist. Can they drive? Probably not. No,
1: I mean, uh, like, unless they're born in like the 1900s. Yeah, there's, there's, there's probably no chance that a ghost could... Okay. could Driving a Model T, Mr. Yeah. Ghost, ain't the same, and drive my electric car. <laughs> 100%, they probably like... You're going to crash. <laughs> what is this? Where's the ignition? <laughs> uh, more, well, where's the starter on the nose of the car? Exactly,
0: exactly that. Um, more strange stories. So I'm sure you've, you've heard about uh, JFK's assassination a few mm. years ago when he was assassinated. Um, but his car is actually currently being displayed in, in some museum in the US. And a lot of people claim that his car is also haunted. Mm,
1: is he still in it?
0: Apparently. Apparently there's a ghost. Nobody can sort of, you know, make out what it is. Mm. But they sense that there's a little bit of a a vibe around this vehicle. Is it true? I don't know. I don't know on Presidents um, so Abraham Lincoln as well his funeral train is also reported to be a little bit haunted and you can also go and see it um, and people claim to see it sort of travelling around um, the city that it's in mm. so you know there's, it's, it's, there's, there's lots of kind <coughs> of stories about these little haunted
1: vehicles around the world that are
0: still roaming I know, I
1: know about the Bonnie and Clyde vehicle yeah I've heard about that
0: that was a Ford uh, Model 18 I think
1: uh, it was a... I'm pretty sure it was a... 1930s, yeah. A 1932 Ford Model 18, yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It's got uh, bullet holes everywhere.
0: What do you know about that story?
1: Well, oh, who Bonnie and Clyde were, Um, you know, whether they're the ones who are haunting the car, but... Uh, Two of the infamous villains in the 20th century, famous for their string of robberies and murders and kidnappings in the 1930s, continued to strike fear in people's hearts nearly 80 years later. Mm-hmm. On the night of May 23rd, 1934, police ambushed the Ford and delivered a swift, swift justice for Bonnie and Clyde's crimes in the, form, in the form of over 100 bullets. If you go and have a look at the, the pictures of that car, you can see the bullet holes, mm-hmm. which killed them both instantly.
0: Why do they still parade these cars? I feel like um, I understand that a story, but why do you why would you why would you put it in a museum?
1: Why because we- it creates mystery and it's interesting.
0: I mean, fair enough, but the, you know. the
1: same car now sits in a Whiskey Pete's casino in Nevada, still bullet ridden. Hmm. Seeing such an eerie sight would be enough for a place on this list. But many visitors have reported an uneasy sense of not feeling alone whilst around the car. I can believe that to a certain degree I can believe that you you can feel Now that some photos of a car at car shows where the mysterious objects are nearby
0: <clears throat> yeah you know one day we should go and, and visit some of these and see if if it's true the Bonnie
1: and Clyde car
0: the Bonnie and Clyde car I think um, that's definitely on my list of, of vehicles to see On yeah, for sure another infamous car that's uh, supposedly haunted was James Dean's Porsche 550 very very famous car um and it's supposedly also one of the vehicles which people have sensed that there's a little bit of presence around it was sold recently actually mm. um so you know maybe the new owner can give us some insights into you know is this car still very much haunted so you know those are just some of the vehicles i don't know if you believe in it so i don't know if you want to go and see any of
1: them but yeah, I mean, yeah. besides it, Halloween, it's like not something that's at the top of my to-do list. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's some haunted places in South Africa. Yeah. Besides haunted cars, the Castle of Good Hope. Have you ever been there? I've been there before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Erasmus Castle in Pretoria.
0: I've never been there.
1: Uh, a hostel in Philippolis F- in the Free State. Fort Frederick in Eastern Cape, Fox House in Johannesburg, Kempton Park Hospital.
0: I've no kn- I know about Kempton Park. I know about that one.
1: It's well. an ab- an, abandoned an abandoned hospital. Saint yeah. Catherine's School in Germiston.
0: Yeah, I've never been there.
1: Nottingham Road in uh, Nottingham Road Hotel in KZN. Old Presidency in Bloemfontein, the residence of the f- uh, official residence of the f- uh, uh, um, of the former Orange Free State.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the old goal. Uh, in Grahamstown I don't I've never heard of that Somerset Hospital are these
0: places yeah. that you can go and visit mm. because I would I'd would be I'd love to see if somebody can go there
1: Grey High School uh, Old Tennessee Jail Bay. in uh, um, Free State mm-hmm. Kensington Sanatorium so how far from us it's a madhouse right yeah um, apparently that you can you can hear room murmurs
0: uh, that's just the the crazies <laughs> inside there I swear <laughs>
1: <laughs> I believe it was the ghost. Sunnyside Park Hotel, Kensington Cave, Jeppy High School for Boys. Mm. Played them in rugby. Uh, yeah. So there's a, there's a couple of haunted places in uh, in South Africa besides haunted cars.
0: Besides the haunted cars.
1: I want somebody to go and actually go and check out one of these
0: spots. Or maybe if you have a story about... Actually well, you know, uh, uh, so, so the Didier
1: De Ghost. Have you heard of the Didier De Ghost?
0: No, I don't. Is that like a website where you can write to ghost?
1: No, no, no. The Didier Ghost is... uh, (laughs) So, the legend of the Didier Ghost. Let me read it to you. The Didier Ghost is a well-known Mayatin... In the well-known Mayatin area in Gauteng. Yeah. Since it's been around for a long time, the exact details have become lost from telling the story to so many people. Broken telephone. Mm -hmm. Many decades ago, there lived a farmer with his family in the small town of Didier. The farmer kept a close watch on his beautiful daughter and discouraged any male suitors mm. from courting her. He became suspicious of her nightly activities after the, a young man crossed her path. I think I've heard this story. This local lad had a motorbike and frequently sped up and down Boundary Road in Deer.
0: Mm.
1: He became aware of the fact that the two would meet up as soon as he retired to bed at night, his daughter then signaled the young man who parked further down the boundary road with his motorbike by flicking her bedroom light three times when the coast was clear. Mm-hmm. He would then race towards her house and pick her up while everyone indoors was asleep. Legend has it that the farmer wanted to put an end to this relationship. And one night he boyfriend. strung a piece of wire across the road from tree to tree in the hopes of knocking the lad off his bike. I do you know the story. Yes. He estimated <laughs> that the wire would be around chest height.
0: Mm.
1: When the young man would come driving down with his motorcycle, he was wrong. The wire caught him unawares and he was strung, it was strung too high, instantly decapitating the young man. Exactly how people started to notice this. Residual haunting is unknown. However, if you park on Boundary Road in Didier and flick your car lights three Three times, times, (laughs) you'll be able to lure the headless motorbike rider into making an appearance. The most common version of those who visit the site is that out of nowhere, a bright light, that of a motorcycle, appears and comes racing past you at great speed. It's probably just somebody who lives there. <laughs> you don't believe it. <laughs> I think somebody just lives there, and they just love, you know, other people. Some someone flicks their lights, like this is so no the, the, the motorcyclist <laughs> in the deer. Well,
0: there you have it. If you even that brave, go and check out the, the deer ghost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna go look? No, no ways.
0: <sighs> uh, Moving on. So, scary, scary things to happen to you whilst driving, and what to do. So. Have you ever experienced a scary moments whilst you're driving? It doesn't have to be a ghost or anything. Just generally, um, where you're like, "Oh my
1: god, this is this could be." Yeah, I mean, I think it happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, it's uh, you know, if you're if you're driving and you're not paying too much attention, like you know, but but fortunately, I've never succumbed to anything. But a, a, a truck kind of gli a guy, oh, guy a, like a, swaying towards you. Yeah, just kind of like moving towards you. That's quite a scary thing. No, for yeah. sure.
0: For sure. I mean I've I've spotlighted a few things. I've actually been in one of these scenarios and maybe I'll start with there. So I don't know if you've ever hydroplane before or driven over like I don't know, like sand or something and lost and lost traction in your vehicle. Say that? Um or water.
1: Yeah, it's 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 called aquaplaning. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's happened to the best of us with ABS brakes and traction control nowadays. It's it's a lot less, but uh, back in the day before traction control and ABS brakes, aquaplaning was a was serious a, problem. It's a serious problem.
0: What do you do in that scenario? Because I, I mean, I can tell you my story afterwards, but what's the best case scenario? The best in thing in you scenario?
1: can do if you begin aquaplaning yeah. is do not break. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is touch the brake pedal. Yeah. Because what will happen? Uh, you will you will lose all traction. Mm. So even the little bit of traction you've got, better than not having any traction. It's better than not having any traction. So do not touch the brake. Yeah. If you can think fast enough, accelerating is the best course of action out of a uh, an aquaplane. Why? Just trying to get water. Because as the wheels, because when you brake, the wheels then stop moving, mm. right? And then the uh, a a little. Kind of um, cushion of water builds up under the tires, mm. which then causes the aquaplane to get worse. Yeah. Whereas when you accelerate, the wheels begin to turn, which then displaces the water, mm. and uh, and you can actually get more traction that way. Um, but you've got to be careful if you put your foot down uh, in terms of which direction the the, the, the front wheels are facing, because mm. you're gonna you're gonna end up going in that direction.
0: So that was that happened to me. I was going on a little roundabout during the rain excuse me, and I saw aquaplaning. And I played lots of video games, so that kind of, that's what saved my life. I knew that if I braked, um, it was gonna be bad, but I didn't like accelerate, I just went with the flow and and (laughs) hoped that I didn't crash, and luckily I didn't. Um, So I think the first thing to do there is just, don't break, is is the main sort of parting words.
1: Yeah, do not break.
0: Okay, the next one is your car shuts off. What do you do in that scenario? Busy driving—it happens to a lot of people. I mean, it happened to a friend of mine recently. Um, busy driving, and your car just shuts off. Obviously, depending on where you are, that's that's where that's when it would become scary or not.
1: Why would your car just shut off?
0: So the the what happened to my friend's car is that the alternator belt just kind of uh, uh, it you know flew off essentially. Um, and didn't hear it. Didn't hear it at all. Well, it was. I think you get signs. Humping you get signs before it happens. Exactly. Yeah. I'm um,
1: big the music didn't
0: hear it. Which are all signs when your car's about to shut off, um, and I think that's the first thing to do is kind of look at all the electrical work and see if anything is dying. If things start fading, the sooner you can get to like a safe place or a garage, that is is probably the best thing to do in that scenario. Uh, the next
1: one I want to talk about is if your brakes stop working. So, so let's just talking about the car kind of just stopping, stopping, like yeah. you know, it's you're going to coast to a to a stop. Mm-hmm. Try and get to the left hand side of the road. Okay. Like as fast as you can obviously safely because uh, you know I've seen so many instances of cars just stopping in the lane that they're in Mm. and that is a it is a disaster waiting to happen
0: Mm. somebody might not see you in the distance for instance if you're in the fast lane 100% what happens if your brakes stop working do you do you know what to do in that scenario
1: Uh, yeah take your foot off the gas immediately Mm -hmm. okay Um, try and gear down because the engine will break the car
0: Eventually, yeah.
1: Yeah, so try and gear down. Even if you've got an automatic, you could manual gear shift. Most cars have got manual gear shift. Yeah. Um, um, and, uh, and, and, and try and bring the car to a, to a stop. If there are no vehicles around you, um, you can veer from side to side to slow the momentum of the car. Yeah. You know, to change the direction of the car constantly until it stops. Um, yeah. that, uh, that will help. Um, but again get to the left hand side of the road and uh, when the car comes to a stop use the handbrake if you've got one
0: oh, that's a good idea Actually,
1: um, yeah, you know, if, uh, if your brakes are failed but often the handbrake doesn't work but if you've got an older car sort of brake cable on the handbrake which means you can use the handbrake to stop the car
0: last one I have for you um, is what do you do if you're driving and a truck in front of you has lots of poles, copper poles and they just go oh, flying this. off. <laughs> have you like have you had visions of this? I haven't, but I've seen a
1: movie where this happened. Oh my goodness. What
0: do you do in that scenario when the the copper wire just, you know, they just fly off the truck and, and come towards you?
1: You get out of the <laughs> back of that truck. That's what you do.
0: This actually happens to a person. It's, it's a scene on Final
1: Destination, I think. Final
0: Destination 3. Yeah. I've and seen this, that. This scene. has actually happened before.
1: Really? Um, yep. I don't drive behind trucks with copper pipes on. Yeah, I don't drive behind trucks with things, things with big things on.
0: Hundred percent. The pole went through the window, went through the person's head, but they survived. So you know, there's, there's still a chance that you can you can still make it. But that's not just a random scene in a movie. It's actually happened before.
1: One more South African ghost story <laughs> involving <laughs> invo- involving involving uh, involving a road. Mm-hmm. So this is the Uniondale ghost. I think I've heard the story as well, okay. please, yeah, indulge me. <laughs> so, a young woman who stands along, uh, along alongside a lonely stretch of road between Uniondale and Willamore. Okay. Do you know where this is?
0: Ah, uh, P. Everything happens, happens in Tadeja.
1: <laughs> when people stop to offer her a lift, she gets into the car and then unsettlingly, unsettlingly vanishes. Hmm. Imagine that. Jeez. One encounter with the ghost was reported by a young man who saw her on Good Friday in 1973 and offered her a lift. She got into the car and gave her destination as Port Tuya de Longa. Okay. After traveling a short distance, she disappeared. The distressed man reported the incident to the local police who offered to follow him to the site of the incident with another vehicle. Just outside Union Jail... Uh, a passenger door of a young man's vehicle opened and closed, as if someone had gotten out. Wow, that's creepy. He stopped immediately and consulted with the white-faced policeman, mm. who said uh, who had seen the door open and close without any movement from the young man. Similar stories similar stories have been reported at other times. The ghost is said to be a young woman, Maria Charlotte Rue. Mm -hmm. who tragically died in the early hours of 12th April 1968 when her fiancé lost control of the car Mm. in which they were traveling.
0: That's super creepy. I mean, I've heard that story before. I think think one of my managers was telling me it. But once again, I don't believe this, but if you have any stories about uh, weird ghost stories, please share them with us and maybe we might even bring it up in the next episode. It's pretty much all the time. It looks
1: like it's mostly in the in yeah. the uh, small towns. In the it's small never, towns. It's
0: never like in Joburg or something. Never in Benoni.
1: In the Afrikaners. <laughs> yeah. In the Afrikaans, uh, it's a door piece. It's
0: never in you know Benoni <laughs> <laughs> or Randburg. Well, there's one in Kempton Park. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you, George. See you next week. Cheers.
1: Orchard Trader